Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Spartan teams have reached Baoding and Tianjin. We're slowly making our way to Beijing. The Spartans are awaiting your directives and have indicated their trishules have been recalibrated again. Good. Tell them to proceed with Operation Asian Inc. As you command, Lord Shelley. Tell the Spartan team in Tianjin that President Wei has two mistresses there. Find them and stake out the area. If President Wei visits either of the two, there will be heavy military activity especially helicopters. If they get there before Wei does, have them bug their houses. Do we even know who these women are or where they live? Our intel is pretty reliable. President Wei's assistant regularly buys expensive wine, chocolates, flowers, and jewelry, and has them sent to Tianjin. But his wife lives in Beijing, so they wouldn't be for her. But how do we know he has two mistresses and not just one? Well, there are some things a woman just knows, General Pershing. But to be thorough, Wei sends these items to two different areas of the city. Different kinds of wine, different candy choices, even different flowers. It would seem odd that one woman would have such peculiar tastes. Still isn't convincing, Lord Shelley. The woman could have split personalities. He sends diamonds to one place and cheaper jewelry to the other. He clearly likes one of them more than the other or at least one of them is high maintenance. <sighs> men. Okay, one area is very upscale and the other is a more modest area. Okay, you understand now? I do, Lord Shelley. <coughs> Perhaps the more modest area would be a good place to camp out. Less of a chance of being spotted. <sighs> Every man wants to be seen with a lady but secretly desires the wild and raunchy hussy. They'll see him coming for miles to be with the expensive mistress. But for the other one, he'll sneak in through the back door like a prowler in the night. Ugh. Tell them to be very careful and do not underestimate the lengths President Wei will go to to avoid being seen. New Kingdom Radio Theater. Hey, Slackers. I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse. We host American Slacker, the show that keeps you updated on all of the weirdest news around the globe, along with what's going on in the world of Xbox, music and movie suggestions, and fun interactive games. Every other week, we bring on interesting guests from all walks of life. From filmmakers to musicians, funeral directors to small business owners, and even Jeff Goldblum. What? No. We never got Goldblum, man. Oh, a man can dream, can't he? American Slacker Podcast. New episodes every Wednesday. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all of your smart devices. Or anywhere else, you know, you might happen to cop a podcast. They're downloading MP3s, not buying an eighth. I'm shutting the down. That's it. There you go.
King Silas declared that people could no longer leave their wealth to children or family once they were deceased. He decreed that all legal wills were null and void, and upon a person's death, their savings and whatever wealth they had amassed became the property of the state of the new kingdom. People, of course, were outraged by this and demanded the king suspend his decree until the matter could be heard in a court of law. But Osiris responded that his word was the law, and no courts could overturn his decisions. He did, however, promise once America defeated the Chinese and the Middle Eastern alliance, the king's law would be replaced. This gave people little reassurance and many began to hide their wealth, converting everything they valued into gold and burying their precious belongings to avoid the king confiscating it. The elderly began to give their money to their children while they were still alive to avoid it being transferred to the NK. But as people tried to work around the king's new demands, Asylus decreed another unprecedented law. It was then required all newborn babies be given a mark, a tattoo on their foreheads that symbolized their baptism into the new kingdom of America. Soon, the king required all adults do the same. Many resisted. So, the king made it a law that all American citizens had to receive a tattooed mark on their foreheads, a symbol of a three-spiked circle with a crown at its center. No one was allowed to buy, sell, or trade goods of any kind without this mark. Much to the dismay of the citizens, eventually everyone had to be marked in order to conduct any kind of commerce, even to buy something to eat. It was a major turning point in King Osiris's reign. Instead of being loved, and admired by all, the number of those who resented and feared him grew by the day. Sir, I got your message and I tried to call you as soon as I could. We've made some troubling discoveries here in Antarctica. Well, Antarctica's gonna have to wait, Lord Capone. We have more pressing matters at the moment. But sir, you really need to- I said we have more pressing matters. I need you to pack your things. You're heading back to New Eden. What? Why, sir? I can't think of a single reason the region would want me around, to be honest. I don't need to remind you the region does what I tell him to do. And right now, the original states are a mess under his watch. Terror attacks are becoming too frequent. And no one understands how to unwind a terror plot better than my most trusted friend. That would be you. 
You know I love you like a brother. Whatever you need me to do, just say the word. Go to New Eden and unravel these terror plots. Jacob is in way over his head. Something tells me he is being undermined by those close to him. You think someone in his inner circle is betraying him? Who do you have in mind? I'm not sure. Whoever it is likely has some very powerful alliances. If I had better intel to make heads or tails of it all, maybe I could figure this out. That's why I need you there to get a handle on things. Okay, but Prince Jacob will probably make things very difficult for me. His wife and Lord Richards have pretty much secluded him from anyone, at least from what I understand. Those two will do everything they can to keep me from being alone with him. You saw how it was when we were briefly there for the emergency meeting. Lord Richards and Princess Monica. Hmm. I wonder why they are trying to isolate him so devilishly. When I was there, I overheard Princess Monica telling Jacob she wished Lord Richards was regent instead of me. Then, lo and behold, I get pushed out. And Lord Richards is right there to assist Jacob as regent. I'm not accusing them of a conspiracy, but it sure seems fishy, sir. You see? That's what I mean. That's why I need you there. We won't get into why you got pushed out, Quentin because you were careless in your adventures. But that aside, I trust no one like I trust you, my brother. Find out all you can, and be very discreet. Lord Richards is a heavy hitter on the High Council. I never wanted to get out that I am suspicious of a trusted lord. Of course, Your Majesty. I'm on it. about Lord Capone coming back to New Eden. Why would your father want that man back here after all the disgraceful things he did? Disgraceful? I seem to recall you defending everything he did here. Let him enjoy his power while he has it, you said. So what's the big deal if he comes at the behest of the king? I'm merely saying he left in disgrace. I can't think of a single reason why the king would want him back here. It's crazy. You want to know why? Let me show you why. In the news at this hour, more terror attacks overnight. This time in hotels, one in the heart of South Beach in Miami, Florida, and the other in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Two very different cities, but the same results. Over 100 people are confirmed dead and countless others injured in these latest suicide bomb attacks. The NK Bureau is on the scene of both hotels and have scheduled a press conference for later this morning. There is no word as of yet from the office of the regent, Prince Jacob. But sources in New Eden are saying the prince is monitoring the situation closely. 
Well, the latest string of terror attacks across the original states of the New Kingdom have only exacerbated the public outcry for King of Silas to set aside his efforts in the wars against China and the Middle East to handle domestic matters. This after increasing criticism of Prince Jacob and his handling of the recent terror attacks. People are scared, and there seems to be no end in sight to these senseless killings. Why is that newsman talking like you're doing nothing? Like, you spend every minute of every day trying to stop these attacks. What do they think you're doing? Well, you wanted to know why my father's sending Lord Capone back? That's why. These terror attacks are a public relations nightmare, and my father doesn't believe I can do the job. So far, he's right. (sighs) Maybe I'm just not ready for all this yet, Monica. Maybe I wouldn't make such a great king after all. Don't talk like that, Jacob. You will be the greatest king this world will ever see. Yeah? Well, I'm failing miserably right now. Not even my father believes I can be a good king. He handed me the original states on a silver platter, and I dropped it on the floor. No, no you didn't. Capone is the one who dropped it. This all started when he was in the basement with his skanky women. He was too busy getting his rocks off and the terror groups moved in and started this crap. It isn't your fault. You inherited this mess. Regardless, the people are scared and they want me to stop these attacks. I have no idea how to do that. I don't consult with many people, just you and Lord Richards. So if you two are going to be my buffers, my generals in this situation, then find me some people that can help me stop these attacks. Jacob, you are being unfair. All Lord Richards and I are trying to do is help you. So, let me start by writing your statement for later this morning. The people want to hear from their prince, so speak to them. I'll schedule a press conference, and instead of sending a spokesman, you talk directly to the people. I don't know if that's such a good idea, Monica. Live TV is not my strength. What are you talking about? You've been on TV before. You even gave an interview with that TV guy, Tom Novak, before the Great War. You helped your father gain a lot of support because of that interview. It's just like that, only this time you're going to do this to gain support for yourself. I still don't think this is a good idea. But if you think I should, then I will. Be confident. Be strong. Show some leadership right now. That's what the people want and what they need. Show them you can be a king. And when you do become king, you will be strong for all of us. Okay. Then let's sit down and start working on this statement together. Two heads are better than one. Three are better than two. Let's get Lord Richards in here as well. America's Evening News with Tom Novak. Welcome back, everyone. We're getting word that Prince Jacob, the regent, will be giving a press conference here momentarily. This is highly unusual, as the prince rarely speaks in public, 
And since the King's absence, press conferences have been few and far between. This will actually be the Prince's first press conference since becoming the Regent. This all comes on the heels of another wave of terror attacks throughout the Kingdom. And the loss of public confidence that the Regent is up to the task of maintaining order in the original states. And it looks like the Prince is getting ready. He is walking up to the podium now. Let's go live now to the podium as the Prince of the New Kingdom of America is about to speak. Thank you for coming, everyone. Please have a seat. In the early morning hours, two suicide bombers walked into hotels in Miami and Fort Wayne and detonated bombs they had hidden in their backpacks. Yesterday and two days ago, three other separate suicide bombers attacked a very busy restaurant, a train station, and a shopping mall. I don't have to tell you that these and several other attacks over the past few weeks have had an awful effect on our state of mind as Americans. I want everyone to know that I am authorizing the NK Bureau to expand their manpower and work with other agencies outside the original states to track down the network of terrorists that have been plaguing our nation with these vicious attacks. Americans are resilient, and we will fight these evil people with everything we have. Now, I know many of you have lots of questions, so let's get this conversation started with the most pertinent ones. Please, right here. Yes, Prince Jacob, thank you for the statement. However, anonymous sources are claiming that Lord Whitcomb, the former regent, has headed back in England to resume his role as the Can you confirm this? There is no such order that I am aware of that Lord Capone is returning to replace me as regent. So, no. I don't believe that is true. Next question. Are you, sir, denying that Lord Capone is in fact returning to New Eden? If the king requests that Lord Capone return to New Eden, then he will return. I cannot confirm or deny his return. But the king has not made this announcement, so I will continue to conduct business as the regent. Next question, right here. Prince Jacob. Some are saying the focus of these attacks is to distract people from the new law that has gone into effect. The one where everyone has to have a tattoo symbol branded on their foreheads? Can you address the branding issue at this press conference? I called this press conference to discuss the terror attacks. The mandate of everyone getting branded, as you say, is a law decreed by His Majesty, King Asylus. If the law has gone into effect, then everyone must comply. But your insinuation that the focus is on the terror attacks simply to distract people from the new commerce branding mandate? Well, that's just not true. Does this mean that you and the princess and everyone on the High Council also be receiving these commerce branding tattoos on your forehead as well? The mandate does not require anyone on the High Council or the American royal family to receive the commerce branding. No. If a member of the High Council is relieved of their duties, or retires from the High Council, then they would be required by the law to receive the branding. Next question. Right here. Prince Jacob, you say that you are authorizing the NK Bureau to expand their manpower by bringing in outside agencies into the investigation? Isn't it true that the reason you are doing this is because the New Kingdom is near bankruptcy and that's why you are short on manpower? Because you had to cut the Kingdom's budget extensively to finance the war efforts in China and the Middle East? In fact, most of your agencies have had a hiring freeze as of late. Isn't that correct? Uh, th that's not an accurate assertion at all. I asked because there have been reports that the NK Bureau laid off agents just weeks before the first waves of attacks. Why didn't you rehire the agents you let go if there were no financial issues? Uh, um, I, I, I can't get into why agents were let go. 
sounds like you're fishing. Am I? Because my news agency interviewed several former NK Bureau agents and they all said they were fired because the agency couldn't afford their salaries anymore. Some were forced to retire early and others were fired on the basis of trumped up accusations of brutality and low evaluation scores. But the interesting thing is the Bureau did not hire more agents to replace them. How do you explain that? I, I, I can't discuss NK Bureau matters nor their hiring or firing guidelines. <clears throat> I'll still say you're, you're fishing. Next question. Uh, yeah, you right here. Thank you for calling on me, sir. Can you confirm reports that a 50-gallon drum of the J-1 nerve agent has gone missing from a military outpost in Mexico? And if so, should Americans be preparing for an attack using this lethal nerve agent? I, I have no idea where you got that information from. So, can you confirm that it is true, sir? Sir, can you confirm this? Okay, I'll have to get back to you on that particular question because I don't want to give you inaccurate information. Oh my god, Monica. This press conference is going south very fast. The prince is sinking like a ship. We need to get him out of that press conference. He's sounding very unsure of himself. We will. But first, we have to act quickly. While everyone is watching this disaster unfold, you have to plant the bug in Jacob's office. Why? Everyone knows Lord Capone will be here soon after this debacle of a show Jacob is putting on. Capone will be renamed the Regent for sure, and will be put out in the cold again. Exactly. Which is why you need to get that bug in there right now. Before Capone gets here, we'll be able to monitor things better. But what if he chooses to have his office somewhere else? The castle has several offices being unused. Yeah, but that office has the secret door to the basement. He's gonna want to have access to it again. Maybe not, my princess. He may want to stay out of trouble and go with the office without that kind of secret access, if you know what I mean. Capone is a creature of habit. He won't stray from his ways no matter what. I guarantee you when he gets back, he'll want to kick Jacob out of that office. Partly because he will want to have that basement again.
been listening to the rise of king asylus episode 40 the branding starring jv torres as king asylus dominic nataro as prince jacob john doby as lord quentin capone Layla bonet as princess monica victor map as lord andrew richards shane maester as lord anna patricia shelley austin beach as general pershing Kevin Oaken as Reporter 2, Jessica Greer as Reporter 4, Don Rosinski as Newsreader Tom Novak, and narrated by Sergei Bereshnikov. This episode features the song One Million by Vladimir Voyovich. Download the music of Vladimir Voyovich on bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or other contributors to this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingasylus.com for a full list on our Season 3 episode page. And now, a word from our podcast friends. Guns. Knives. Poison. 
bombs. Time and again, assassins have sought to change the course of history through one single, terrible act. I'm Neil Cooper, the host of Assassinations Podcast. Join me each week as I explore the darker side of history. New episodes are released every Monday and are available on iTunes and our website, assassinationspodcast.com. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theatre in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2020. And stay tuned for episode 41. There are a number of things that we can all do to help stop the spread of the coronavirus and protect ourselves and our families. One is simply to clean your hands often. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after you've been in a public place or after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. If you don't have access to soap and water, then make sure you use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. And finally, avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. These are some simple things that we can all do to help protect ourselves and our families from the spread of coronavirus. Be well, everybody.